Welcome to The Beauty Formula, where we go behind the scenes with skincare formulators and beauty innovators. Here, you will get an intimate look into their personal journey to success and their beauty formulations from inception to creation. Um, but what, another thing I was going to ask you, so you said Tatiana, um, and Tatiana, for those that don't know, what's her official title? She's well, right now she's, um, a chief scientific advisor. So she is a consultant for the company and she's, she just took on this newer role in January and she's really more focused on innovation and patents and bringing in other, you know, innovation, like similar to this boosting serum, working in that route. And so, um. Yeah, but because she hired me on and I was, I, I still work with Tatiana every single day. I mean, I talk to her all the time. I love Tatiana. Yeah. Like the best. I didn't realize that. So she's not doing any of like the formulation part of it anymore. No, but she consults on the formulation. Like, right. And we really work hand in hand together on a lot of it. We do. Yeah. And that's interesting. Um, so she hired you and then gave you this project and was did she like give you like deadlines to hit like I want you to have a formula by this date or oh no like when we formulate together I feel like she always says that we're very like-minded and I agree we think very similar but different but it's 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 very fun to work with Tatiana and so we we with the team with the the clinical team we looked at different ingredients like I said we picked the ones that could have a fast onset but that do not harm the skin in any way right so we're not adding an alcohol or a lactic acid or glycol there's not, none of those ingredients more for the skin helping the skin and um the formulation took you know like I said six or eight months to create and then we have of course project managers that keep timelines and so we just meet those dates that's all it is yeah <laughs> I'm sure I'll love them <laughs> I, actually, I do I love I love our project manager she's wonderful. oh that's good yeah actually I was just telling uh Serena our manager here yesterday I was like I work yeah. I was like I work the best with the with the deadline the timeline like I have to have it yeah I need how like someone yeah. always says to me can you do this I'm like sure I'll do it tomorrow like, well we need it today I'm like we need to give me a deadline I need a deadline a hundred percent um, you said something I just wanted to ask about too. Yeah. I, I listened to Tatiana one time speak about alcohol and skincare and stuff. And I thought it was so fascinating. And you kind of just like, uh, grouped in like lactic and glycolic. Do you think that those are on the same level as to the skin as alcohol is? They're not as drying as alcohol, but depending on the, the vehicle that they're formulated in, typically these acids need to be in an alcohol solution, right? So alcohol itself, I think that it can, it just, it kind of wipes out and removes like transiently our ceramides and our lipids are in our skin. So upon consistent application, the alcohol is drying, but lactic and glycolic acid, I just think is you just have to balance. And there's all this whole TikTok thing about, you know, skin cycling. Have you seen all that? <laughs> no, but I will now. <laughs> yeah. Skin cycling. So I think that but that's kind of like how we, we speak our, about our products at, at revision. Like, you know, everything has to be, has to happen for a reason. Like it just, things need to take, takes time and you don't have to rush a product to see an, a, a change. Some products have like the onset of clinical evidence is after four weeks, but then at eight and 12 weeks, they plateau or start drooping down, right? Sloping down. So we want a patient to be in our products for a very long time where they are consistently happy with their results. So right. alcohol is not a good thing on a, in a 
day-to-day moisturizer or treatment product. Right. Um, But do you think that somebody should be using glycolic and lactic daily or it kind of depends on their skin? I I don't think so. I think that it needs to be every, you know, two or three days. I don't think, I mean, it just really depends if you're a patient that has blemish prone skin, do they really need it? Maybe they have a lot of sebum, right? They could possibly use it, but your skin, when it's insult, when there's an insult, it takes time to actually see an effect, right? Just, you just need to take some time. So, but I'm not a physician. I'm just a PhD. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't really yeah. know. No, I'm just asking your opinion because yeah. I, I say the same thing. I mean, obviously I know mainly for my skin, but um, I have, I mean, I feel like I have this conversation at least once a week, but because I'll have a friend or, you know, even a customer or patient or somebody yeah. ask me, this is the cleanser I'm using, or, you know, this is the serum I'm using. Um, and I'm like, well, how often are you using it? I was like, get a different cleanser to use most of the time, use that one a couple of times a week or whatever. Right. But, and then I explained like my layman's terms of why yeah. <laughs> they need to do it. But I, I got to the point where I can be basically use like no acids. And I just realized I do better without, because I think I just have very, very sensitive skin and yeah. anything can upset the barrier. And then I break out and then I take forever to get it back up to speed True. and um, it ends up doing me more harm. So I was just curious. I hadn't heard anyone say that that was on the same um, like playing field as alcohol. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's, this, I'm not sure if it's this. I mean, it really just depends on the concentration. So if you actually, sure. there's a lot of great publications on the AHAs and they show that you can get a very good moisturization effect. If you're at a pH close to skin neutral with a glycolic and lactic acid. Mm-hmm. But if you lower the pH, you're driving it into the skin, you're helping with cell turnover. So it really just depends what's the end game of the product. What's the result? Like, what do you want this product to be? Right. So, right. but we, in our, the way we, we formulate, especially for treatment, moisturization or corrective protective, if it's going to be used twice daily, it needs to be good for the skin, for the skin microbiome, skin pH neutral. It can't have alcohol or acids for that. There's other ways to help stimulate cell turnover without using an acid. There's other genius ingredients out there. You just have to research them, you know? Yeah, so. <laughs> no, for sure. No, I love that. Um, I, I can't remember if I've told you this before or not, but I got one of those like pH meters, you know, <laughs> like off Amazon or something. Yes. And literally spent one day and I just tested the pH of all the cleansers that we sell like seeing what they were. And it was startling how some of them were so high and some were so low. And even some of the ones I was using. And um, I mean, I completely switched up all of my cleansers after that because I know I didn't want one that was, you know, way too high or way too low. But obviously most of them went on the low end. Usually they're most with the acids, right? Yeah. I mean, you're like a little scientist, Courtney. That's what we Oh, I felt like you. I was like, it was really fun. I was like, you can also buy pH strips. You don't have to buy a probe, but the pH strips are like a very easy, you can just dip them into the formulation. I think that's what I'm going to do. This was a mess. I mean, cleaning this little probe, you know, you got to make sure you get it really good and clean or else it's going to mess up the pH of the next one. So I agree. It was, it was, but it was fun to see. Um, Okay. So then we talked about the product. Um, so is there any other products out of the market right now that deal with like the cellular metabolism of the skin that you know of, um, I guess, or is it competing well, there, with like a certain ingredient out on the market now, or is it kind of its own category? I think this is right now its own category. I know there are a few other products that talk about 
energy, but they're not showing specifically that the protein is being produced, like meaning that ATP, because we're showing, we proved out that we're producing more mitochondrial energy and then we're also delivering energy into the skin. So it's two concepts. The sprout abstract contains energy and we're developing, we're creating more energy within the skin. So when I look at other competitors or other brands, I just look at their clinicals and what they're claiming and how they got there. And there's always a way to run a clinical study. So the, I think in, in a gold standard, you want to use on, you want to use it on skin that hasn't been activated or already like when, meaning if you take skin from like a plastic surgery, like biological waste, you take that skin and you treat it with the product, you're going to see immediately what happens. But if you take that skin, you activate it with more energy, I mean, with UVB or UVA, you've already disrupted the skin and then you want to treat it with the product. You're not understanding the protective effects of it or the corrective. It's like a little bit of a mixture. So it just really depends. But I think truly this is the first product that has been shown to create energy within the mitochondria. And not only that, we have shown in the seven-day study, when you pair it with the face cream or DJ face cream, you're improving the end benefits at the like in the seven days. So I think it's the first one of its kind. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm pretty confident about that. So yeah, exciting. I don't, I mean, I don't know any that, I mean, we, I went and looked too to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And I don't, I mean, that I sell, I don't know any that makes that claim. I just didn't know if you knew if like this was oh, like I a mean, new category in its own. It's like a new category of, and with, you know, we, it's really interesting. I made this point before that we started working on this project way before COVID. And I think that there is such thing as COVID fatigue. But when we looked at the clinical definition of fatigue, we, we connected with our global consultants and we came up with this definition of like dehydrated skin with lack of visual firmness and a dull appearance based on like what can fatigue when your skin cells are not actually optimal and they have lost energy, what does the skin look like? It's not going to have a, it's the cells, the, the turnover is going to slow down. Your stratum corneum is not going to have that basket weave structure. Your epidermis is not plump. Your DJ is not, you know, wavy like. So we really thought about the way that light reflects off the skin. And we've proved that this product is helping with that and different modalities, right? So that's what Revision does really well is looking not at before and afters, what instrumentation can prove out the point underneath the skin, you know, ultrasound, biopsy images. I just think it's just something so unique that we have. That yeah. So oh, absolutely. And like I said, even talking about that five and seven-year-old skin, I mean, you know, obviously I look at that and I'm like, how do I get back to that? You know, and yeah. so I mean, so when Shanna came in and was like, you know, this speeds up the metabolism and you know see the metabolism of your skin acting like more like when you were your youth or whatever I'm yeah. like this is going to be huge for sure um and and so uh, the other question I had like so you mentioned a couple times like pairing it with the other DEJ products so it I know I will get this question a lot too like okay. if I'm using the serum do I still need the DEJ night DEJ moisturizer so I'm assuming the answer is yes yeah, I would say yes. And not only with our Just DJ family, but any products within the, the revision line or any other products too. We do believe that in when you are boosting cellular energy, you're helping other products be, ha the skin will be accepting of other products as well. So you have, it's just 
there's a caution there too. So it depends on like what you're, you're using, right? And this product is pH skin neutral. So it's helping with the microbiome. It's, you know, helping establish a better barrier. And I think that in general, the word barrier is going to resonate more in the future because I think that just environmental insults are causing us to break down our barrier. So something right. really interesting to know. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, I mean, I feel like people are becoming more aware of like skin barrier and I feel like it's the best trend to come yet. You know, yeah. for a while it was like acids, 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 like, you know, pads and peels and, you know, yeah. toners and whatever else. And that's why skin barrier is <laughs> repair. Is yeah, I think it's because there's true. so much stress in this world. So if you're like already stressed out internally, you have high cortisol levels, you're also affecting your skin you're going to have breakouts and blemishes and your red patches and hyperpigmentation. So those, those acids and those peels and those wipes are not going to be advantageous for the skin. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No. And I feel like I'm there. I mean, I like, you know, I've had a lot going on the last couple of years. So I feel like I'm in a constant state of stress my skin. I feel like I just look like, I mean, obviously I own this game. I have access to every product out there and right. part of it is compliance. Like I'm just tired and just slap on something, go to bed, but I just feel like I just, my skin just looks more tired. <laughs> yeah, I, well, the compliance is important too. I mean, if you're going to brush your teeth every single day, putting something on is important too, right? I always put on something, just at least one thing I put on for sure when I brush my teeth, but you know, I, yeah. I, not as much I'm sitting there doing like a full routine, you know, yeah. but I, well, actually, I'm sure you're very I, busy. <laughs> I, I I am, and I'm very tired usually, but I always put on the D, I mean, DJ night is what I put on no matter what. I try to put on a serum before, but if not, at least I can put on the DJ night and like feel good about myself, go to sleep. Yes, agree. DJ night, you're definitely, if you put it on, you wake up feeling really good about yourself. I think right. so. I mean, it's everything I need in one product. So I'm like, if I can yeah. add something else in, great. If not, at least I got that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, oh yeah. So uh, I thought about this a minute ago when you were talking about it. So do you think like, I don't know if you're using like anything else in your routine, but do you think that there's anything in like the revisions line in general that's missing that y'all are going to be adding in soon or you're thinking about or wanting to? I mean, I feel like this filled in a big hole with just like a serum type product, but. Um, I think this definitely, there was a hole for a serum and it was something that we needed. So that fills that gap. We have a lot of cool innovations down the line that will be happening very soon, you know, in the near future. Okay. And you'll see, I think that the, we take our time researching and determining what is best and not because we want to be part of the trend. We can, you know, launch products if, if it was trendy, but because we're, we care about skin health and we care about like truly like true visible results, right? That you're going to see that your patients are going to see your, your customers we want to just keep everybody happy and that just takes time to develop that. Right. So. Yeah. So like maybe like a lightener or <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Maybe you know, a lightener, maybe back okay. bar items. You never know. You never okay, know. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, I also, I feel like I was talking to someone about this the other day, just like an overall, I know that revisions is a ton of cleansers and stuff. Um, like you have two gentle ones, you know, the gentle and then the gentle, the gentle lotion, which I love, but yeah. like some people just love like a, you know, kind of like a gel base. Not, I know foaming isn't good anymore because of whatever it foams, but that doesn't have acids in it, you know, doesn't have any, anything that's going to be irritating that they can just use every day. And I feel like every line is just kind of like missing that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like a gel based cleanser that 
but does like it a, have to foam or do you want, you like foaming? I think people either like it to be foamy, not like super foamy, but like kind of have right. a gel, like feel like they're cleaning, but it's not going to yeah. be like a foamy, foamy type thing. But, um, like someone told me yesterday they were using one, um, from like a, like a Walgreens type brand. that's just like a gel cleanser. And they were asking what would be comparable. And I'm like, going through it and like they already had an acid in their routine so I didn't want it to have an acid and they didn't like yeah. the gentle cleansers and I'm like I don't know <laughs> I don't yeah know. I don't I don't see that something in this like you know medical greater physician dispense a gel cleanser because it just really depends I mean cleansers they can for the manufacturing side they can be a bit expensive because mm. I think that these I mean working at Neutrogena and J&J in the past I know we there was a they make a lot of cleansers, but it's just more advantageous for them to make those cleansers because right. I, don't, I don't have to go through the details of it with you right now, maybe later, but it, there's a lot yeah. of details about it. So right. um, the gentle foaming cleanser, we created that product because there was actually a request from the marketplace, from all of the consumers and customers. When we attend these, these symposiums and shows, there was a lot of ask that they, they love the cleansing lotion, but they want it to be more foamy and luxurious. So that, that's how we created the gentle foaming cleanser. So I know we, we hear, we listen, we write it down we go from there. So, yeah, yeah, no. And I, I, that's what I ended up recommending. I was like, it's called gentle foaming cleanser and it's really foamy, but it's really nice. Like it's going to do the job. Yeah. It's going to get your makeup off. It's going to do everything. I was like, but it's not in the like gentle cleanser arena. Like they're gentle right. cleansing lotion. It's not milky, you know, it's kind of a different one. So that's what she ended up getting. But I mean, it's, it's definitely not a gel cleanser. So I hope that she likes it. <laughs> but I hope she likes it too. <laughs> but I mean, I, I know I told her, I was like, I get what you mean because I used to use like a foaming cleanser. And like I wanted something that I thought was like, like getting it clean, you know? And sometimes right. with like the milkier cleansers and stuff, it I just feel like it doesn't clean it as well. I don't know. It doesn't give you the same effect. But um, so anyways, so that's a, that would be a little one. But I was hoping y'all would come out with like, a big lightener or something, but I know that maybe will in the future. I know that I know that there's thoughts, you know, we'll right. never know. Yeah. So, I'm sure yeah. I'll have years of research behind it. So I know it's not something that can just happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So going back to this product. Um, so we talked about like, it's a disruptor, but like, I guess where the, the question people are going to be like, is who needs it? Like, do I need it? Where will it fit in my routine? Um, so who would you say this is targeted for? Or is there anybody that like should not use it or when they should start using it? Can you kind of talk on that? Well, yeah, that's actually a great question. We, when we looked at this product, we have it characterized as in different parts. So those that have used the DJ family of products definitely would, would reap the benefits of this product, right? And then those that are like looking for a rejuvenation of their skin, for sure, like trying to like rejuvenate their skin to have more energy, and those also, like, there's this prejuvenation group of individuals that are really a little bit younger, and they're wanting to boost their skincare routine, and they want something as a serum. We know that actually serums are something that, um, in the take-home sales, that have increased. And a lot of patients are asking for a serum. So even the younger, the younger patients... Um, are asking for that. So prejuvenation and rejuvenation for sure. So anybody 18 and plus, um, we had, a, we had in our 12 week clinical studies, uh, subjects that were in their early thirties that saw a really beautiful improvement. 
um, under the biopsy before and afters and, and looking at ultrasound. So someone as young as 31, 32 can also see the benefits or even younger, but that's when we recruited in the clinical, we looked at 30 to 60 and we found a lot of 30 year olds seeing great benefits there too. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it kind of goes into like, um, like I got lucky and got into like the, the medical, medical spa, medical aesthetics field when I was 20 21. And, um, obviously, you know, didn't really need a whole lot at the time, but, yeah. you know, started getting on good skincare and stuff at the time and obviously been on it since, but I feel like that's helped me, you know, and looking at like appears and stuff, it's just helped me like using something earlier to help like keep it, you know, up to speed and like, you know, Agreed. not doing it. So I feel like something like this, you can't really start using too, too early because you don't want to yeah, wait till it's broke. Definitely when you're an adult, right? So 18 plus. Right, right. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that'd be a good time point to use the product. And I think everybody always, like, no matter what age you are, you should be on an antioxidant and a sunscreen. And right. adding in this new category of energy, it's something unique. And I think it's going to take time for others to understand. But I think it's going to be really needed in the future, like now and in the future. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know. Is that one of the things that's like hard when you come out with like a disruptor product or like a new category is having to like do all of the education around it? It is like educating around it and ensuring that the first thing is like ensuring our team, our sales team understands and really is confident that they know what this product can do. And it takes a bit of time to tweak the message until like everybody understands it a little bit more. So, right. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, I've seen good products with like good clinical data in it. And even people that who created it, like left the company that still uses these ingredients and, you know, their new lines, but just had a horrible marketing message. Um, I mean, not horrible, but it was just like, even when they told me like who they were targeting, I was like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> so like, we yeah. actually, we have such a great team. I'm just so happy. I think we talked about that last time too. It's just a great company and a great team of individuals that work well together. So yeah, no, it seems like, like it's such a fun, such a fun team. When I went and saw it, it really is. Yeah, no, I honestly just love the people I work with and I wouldn't be at this company if I didn't, you know, because you spend more of a, you spend most of your day working, right? right. So you want to be with a team of individuals that are looking to, for the best, right? Right. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That's great. And then where in someone's routine would they use this? Like, would they use it twice a day, once a day, or like where in their routine would they use it? In the clinicals, we had it twice a day. And in their routine, after they wash their face, we always say thinnest to thickest, clearest to opaque. So, I mean, it depends on what products they're using, but we do recommend if they are going to wash their face with a very low acid-based cleanser, to kind of use a toning solution to ensure that your skin's back to more of a neutral state before using it. Um, but twice daily, morning and evening. And because our products are synergistic together, they can just mix the products. I mean, I mix Revox Sinolaxer, DJ Daily Boosting Serum, and then C Plus Creating Complex all together. Like I just oh. in it for my face. Oh my gosh. We, we definitely are soul sisters. I mix everything. Together. Yeah. I mean, like that's my favorite thing to mix it. And then, but if you're like, if you use a DJ eye cream, then, um, then you can also use this product because we, we also studied on the eyelid area and we saw improvement there too. So it's really oh, a wow. great product to mix. And because it's so thin, you actually can get it to see good results on the eyelid. 
It's really unique. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you mix the Revox and the, um, you said the Revox, the C so Plus. Revox Slime Relaxer, C Plus, and Boosting Serum together. And I just, you know, put it on my face. Oh, that's so nice. And then I put it more on my face. I just tap it <laughs> in. So, yeah. I, yeah. I mix it all together, too. I mean, yep. I'm just like, so it's going to work. Like, I, if I'm going to put on a serum, I just mix a bunch of them together for sure. So yep. I love to hear that. Um, yes. I have a random question for you. You, yes. you mentioned like um, cleansing in the morning or using an acid cleanser. I feel like when I cleanse my face twice a day, it just, again, I'm so sensitive. It strips my skin barrier. So in the morning, I just use the revisions, like soothing facial rinse, just kind oh, of like the nice. toner. And yeah. I just, you know, get that to get any like grime, you know, away or whatever. Do you think that's bad? Or do you think mm -hmm. you need to cleanse twice a day? No, I mean, there's... Okay, so I don't think that the soothing facial rinse is bad. I think that's actually really great because it does bring your skin back to skin neutral pH. So it's really, it's, it has a lot of antioxidants in it. So it, it, it smells great. It feels great. It's going to be good for your skin. And it's non-alcoholic. So that's awesome. Yeah. And then cleansing twice a day. So just like you, I actually just wash my face at night and I use okay. water in the morning. So. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I mean, like today I, I felt like I looked tired and I felt tired. So I like splashed water on my face and then I did the soothing rinse and then I started. And a caveat though, caveat. Uh -huh. If you do wear, if you do put retinol or any retinoid or vitamin A on your skin at night, most patients don't use sunscreen often. And we know that vitamin A breaks down. It can, in, in the sun, it can re lead to different reactions. So if you are using a retinoid at night, I do recommend washing your face just to make sure that layer is gone, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, But if you're wearing a sunscreen after that? Well, the thing is patients that like, let's say, okay, let's say that, well, I'm very compliant. So if I wore a retinoid at, at night, I woke up in the morning, I just rinse my face with water and then I wear my, and I put my sunscreen, but I reapply sunscreen almost every two to three hours. So like, I'm, it's like a religious thing for me, right? right. But if you have a retinoid on your face and you don't wear a sunscreen it's just like it's the benefit there's no net benefit there right right so right, right right so oh, even man. if you like put one on i mean into it a couple hours it can be off yeah Which, what do you put on like two hours later what do you reapply oh intel shape your physical okay so you put on like a because i just sometimes have a problem like well it depends on like but most days i don't wear makeup so i'll just like keep a sample of one in my person yeah. do it like if I wear makeup I feel like weird sometimes like putting like a cream on top so yeah, I don't mind it I don't wear a lot of makeup so I just use my my true physical and some bronzer and I'm done so yeah <laughs> I know what do you think about those powder sunscreens they're interesting they're good for I think reapplication <laughs> I think that it keeps compliance I think that compliance is important and if it works for that person that's great you know right so that's what I mean those are so easy. So it's like, I can keep those in one of my car, one of my purse, but every time I put it on, I'm like, is this working? Like, <laughs> so I don't know about that, but I mean, I know that, I mean, it says it's broad spectrum and it has to follow some sort of guidelines. Right. Right. A, that's what I, that's what I was wondering. So I was like, you know, so, I mean, some of them do and some of them don't, but you know, the ones that like have an SPF factor in it. Um, and you know, I've even taken one out and like poured it in water and like done the whole, like, you know, see if it like causes a thing <laughs> because they're also really easy to put on my kids. And it's like, if I can just have that, yeah. like yeah. dust it on them. And I mean, they think it's like funny and tickles and silly, you know, instead of like holding them down and like rubbing it on the sunscreen. Right. And so again, with compliance, they're more likely to reapply when we're out and stuff. If I can just like Agreed. brush it on. So anyways, I was just curious. I mean, it seems 
like the so easy that you almost like maybe it doesn't work. <laughs> it's yeah, well, I, mean, I just I just love our Intella shades because oh, I love just, it. For me, they glide on my face, and I don't really. I have a little bit of blush, and I'm ready to go. So right, yeah, no, I mean, trust me, I've been using. I started using the IntelliShade, I want to say in like 2010 or something. Yes, when they launched it, like yeah. to the original amount. Wow, that's amazing. And it was like in a, it was like used to be like in a white tube, almost like a sticker on it and stuff. Oh, wow. Oh, no, actually, that was, I think, the product before that. I want to say maybe that was the IntelliShade the first one that Revision launched. I think it was in the black tube. It has to be IntelliShades because, well, I mean, I wasn't there from the conception of that, but I think it was black tubes. I had to ask Tatiana. I'll yeah. Ask I think it was. I think that was like because they used to have like the white line and the black line and the I yeah. Think the Tiamine Eye Complex was the white line, right? It's still in that like pack. Well, we, and, we changed it, but yeah. And there were some other products too, and they were like a white bottle with just like a sticker on it, and then they came out with the black line, which everyone thought was like the expensive one at the time. Um, oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, it was like a mint cleanser I used to love. It was like in a white. Oh, bottle. that mint. Yes, that one. Everybody talks about that cleanser. So. Oh, I still have some of them. Like, I have like hidden away for like a rainy day, just to like do a. Remember this? <laughs> it's a scrub, though, isn't it? It's a yeah, body scrub. it's what we would consider a scrub now. But people used to use yeah, it on their face. It's really nice. I had I got my hands on a sample, and I'm like, I like this a lot. So I know. Why don't they come out with it now? I know they really should, you know, I should talk to the scientists. <laughs> it's already made. Like <laughs> they already formulated it. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> add it on your big long to-do list. <laughs> yes. I'm going to add it to my to-do list. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I think it was like a few years ago too. They, I think y'all relaunched it for like a Christmas time thing or something. And I was like, oh. They did. That? That's before I came. That must, must have been five okay. years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because then we launched Cafe Dulce and then uh -huh. now we have the pumpkin enzyme mask, which I love. So that's a great one too. I love it too. I love the Cafe Dulce too. Yeah. I think Shanna like had some, <laughs> she's like, it's chocolate smelling. And she had some weird things about it, but I absolutely loved that one. Oh, I loved it so much. Like my sister keeps asking me about that product. I mean, we don't make it anymore. So I know. Yeah. I know that was a good one. That was kind of, that was kind of like a different version of the mint one. It was like a scrubby yeah. type thing. Um, Okay, so we talked about where it goes into the routine and who needs it. Mm -hmm. And so um, so another question I get asked a lot is that, like, how long do I need to be on the product? And I know that's, like, such a hard thing to answer, but what would you yeah. answer if somebody well, asked that? Well, to see an effect, how long they need to be on the product? Yes. Well, I mean, our clinicals show at, at seven days, you can see improvement in the radiance and skin texture. Um but to really get the benefits of firmness, like targeting the firmness of the skin, you're going to, it's going to take eight to 12 weeks. But I mean, right. And so I think the seven, the seven day mark is good. So. Right. And then, so they should start to see something in seven days, but obviously like to get the full results, like eight to 12 weeks. And then like, obviously they probably need to stay on it, like continued benefit. Um, what do you say about if they're like, do I need this forever? I mean, I would, I think that anybody, if it's good, if it's good for the skin and it's not hurting the skin, they should be on it forever as long, you know, that's how I see it. And if they don't, then you can always do intermittent use, like three months on, three months off, three months on, three months off, depending on if they want to incorporate other products or other product lines. Right. So right. it's good to mix it up. I mean, I mean, if I run out of it, I might not use it for a month and just replace it with something else within the skincare line. Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. Um, 
It's always a hard question for me to answer, of course, because I'm it like, is. it's a very hard question, but <laughs> especially if those, you know, if others want to be on different types of products, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, we do believe this product is going to replace growth factors and plant derived growth factors because they're more older technologies. And the sunflowers extract is a newer innovation that's really providing like concise ingredients that we know that isn't going to be altered batch to batch. We know the concentration we know what's in there. We know the effect of them. So very different, very new. And, but there are those that want to be on growth factors. So we say, okay, just, you know, go on, you know, do the growth factor and get off the growth factor and use our product because peptides are just, I think they're, there's, they're high efficacy with like limited to no side effects, right. From based on our, our education and knowledge in the literature. So, yeah. Um, and so talking about mixing it, like people that you do use a growth factor, they can just mix it in with it and palm in their hand. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I've actually never used a growth factor product. I, I, I know I've tested it, but never on my face. Um, but we, I don't know what the pH of those formulations are. So we just tend to say, um, if it's not within our skincare line, you wait 10 to 15 minutes before applying our products. Got it. Because uh, yeah. all of y'all, what is the pH of most of y'all's products? They're between 4.5 and 5.5, typically between 5 to 5.2, which is like the best pH to be for the microbiome. Yeah. It, is that the pH of the skin? The, well, the pH of the skin is between 4.5 and 5.5, just depending on how old you are. So across a broad patient population. But they, when you look at literature with the skin microbiome, a pH of 5 is like the most optimal. So we try to we try to formulate and stay between that. So like really like a tight range, like 4.8 to 5.2 in that range we'd say is good. Can you test the serums with this pH syrups? Yeah. Okay, good. I know that there was like, I got into some like funky territory when there was like, um, I don't know, like not emollient. What am I thinking? Like it's a, rever- if it's a reverse emulsion, like the entire yeah. shade trivisical, you can't test the pH because it's inverted. But when you're in oil and water emulsion with the, 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 the continuous phase is all water, then you can measure the pH. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I think that's what it was too, because it was like once it had honey in it, like it wouldn't give you yeah. the right reading. Yeah, it probably wouldn't give you a good reading. Because it was like crazy, absolutely crazy high. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, 12. <laughs> like, I'm not putting that in my face. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what the problem has been as I've been using this cleanser. Um, and then I found that out. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like oil cleansers or like honey cleansers. Um, okay. So any final thoughts on the new product? So I would know. Yeah. I think that, well, thank you so much for having me on and speaking to you about DJ daily boosting serum. I do think that this product is like a very unique innovation and we're so excited to share it with everyone. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just an innovation that talks about energy. We know that a lot of patients go to their um, to med spas and physicians to get an energy-based device that helps re-stimulate collagen and elastin. But here we're having a product that's like, you know, helping boost the energy of the skin to make more collagen and elastin. So it's just very similar in a way, the different mechanism of action. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Alistair, for coming on. I'm thank super you. excited about the new product and I wish all the absolute best of luck with the launch. Thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you for tuning into the Beauty Formula. Follow us at the Beauty Formula Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform. 
and tune in next week for more insights on influential beauty innovation.